And now joining us once again is retired National Weather Service meteorologist, Hugh Johnson, for our weekly discussion of weather and climate. Welcome back, Hugh. Hey, how you doing? Good. So how was your weekend? It was fine. Um, I, we, uh, of course, switched the clocks back, and I'm okay with that. Some people hate it. I actually am okay with it. The extra hour in the morning, actually. And we got to see a little sun on Sunday. So, And November is generally one of our cloudiest months, so it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't I don't mind getting the extra hour, but I hate it being dark by 5 p.m. So, well, here's one comforting thought. Uh, we're having good weather up. here, but I heard something about a storm in Europe that caused lots of damage. What's going on there? Well, there actually it already did. It happened over the weekend. A very powerful extra tropical storm, meaning that there was no. Uh, it was basically a cold core storm that had no tropical origin, but it, it progressed over warm Atlantic waters and exploded with winds over 118 miles an hour in northern France causing near-record wind speeds and all kinds of destruction uh, toll. The death toll is now um, it's, it's in the double digits. It's, I think the last I heard was up to 60, or 16, rather, but, but it's climbing. Uh, and millions were without power. And a friend of mine on Facebook who lives in, in the Paris, now far from Paris, show was showing me pictures of it. It was pretty impressive. So, again, Storms like this have happened before. They're not that atypical, but they're happening more and more and becoming more powerful. Again, we know why climate change and warmer ocean temperatures. 118 mile an hour winds? That's pretty fast. Yes. And that's not even a hurricane. I mean, not officially a hurricane. That's correct. I'm just speechless. Uh, how did... Uh, so what then, what makes a hurricane, or what speed does a hurricane become a hurricane? 75 miles an hour, but it also depends on the structure of the storm. A hurricane is a warm core storm. The, the core of the low is warm. In an extratropical storm, it's cold. That's very important uh, when, when they're classifying whether it's a tropical system versus an extratropical. When Hurricane Sandy hit, that was a problem because technically it became cold core just as it hit but it still caused all kinds of damage. I think some people were confused by that. So that's the difference between an extratropical and a tropical storm. So thankfully, the weather here has been a little better than that. How did October weather work out overall for us? It was sort of warm until Halloween, and then it really took a turn. That is correct, uh, Bree. We had a, our fourth warmest October on record. 57.2 is the average compared to the normal, about 51, so way above normal. And it wasn't that long ago we had our warmest October, which was a few tenths of a degree warmer. And our, our freeze was the third latest we ever had officially happening on Halloween. But that doesn't hold a candle to 20. Believe it or not, in 2020, we dropped to 19 degrees on Halloween. But in, in 2021, we didn't get the freezing until November 2nd. That was our second latest freeze. Our latest is still, I think, November 12, 1903. But that was back in the 1800s when the Albany airport was, uh, when the Albany station was not at the airport in downtown. Any predi early predictions for how this upcoming winter will be? Well, it's, it's looking, we're going to have an El Nino. We've already discussed that in detail, but 
Um, the question is, is it going to be strong or very strong, a super El Nino? And we're right on the edge right now of both. Probably that will end up allowing us to have a mild winter. But I want to point out that we will have some very cold snaps probably, and we could have some very powerful storms producing very heavy snow. Now, it ultimately depends on the storm track. Will it go south of us? We might luck out. Or will we get clobbered? And uh, I've already gone on record saying it's going to be above normal snow. I'm, I'm dialing it back a little bit. I'm thinking we're going to get 65 to 70 inches at the airport for the entire winter. But that could come in several, just several storms, and they could be big ones. Again, there's a lot of other variables that go into it, but that's my, my guess right now. That uh, could be an interesting winter, but it will not be a really cold winter overall. So I know that we have lots of listeners down in Greene County because one of the radio stations down there always picks up your weather segments. How oh, much cool. of a difference is there between like Greene County and the Albany area for weather overall? Very good question, Brian. And it can't be answered really quickly, but you know, generally the elevation, it's further south, but elevations are generally higher. So sometimes they get a lot more snow and cold than we do. Other times that the storm track is, Further north, we might end up getting a little bit more. Uh, it just depends. Yeah, one, one day in December, about 10 years ago, it was 70 degrees in Hudson and in the 60s in Greene County, and we were sitting at 33, a very shallow, cold air mass mm. was stuck over us. So, again, it can vary quite a bit at times, usually not that much. But uh, And speaking of which, I'm going to throw something out. We're going to watch for – a storm, uh, there's going to be a little rain tonight, but then on Thursday night, Wednesday night to Thursday, uh, there could actually be a mixed bag of precipitation, and we could be maybe talking about some, are you ready for this? Freezing rain down in Green oh. County. Mm. Hopefully it won't be a big deal. And fingers crossed, it should be light, but uh, freezing rain is something we never really want to deal with because that's just a mess. And there could be a little snow, too. Uh, here in the, in the capital region, I'm, I'm thinking we're looking at a little sleet, a touch of snow, and then going to a cold rain on Thursday. But, uh, yeah, we got to keep an eye on that system for sure. Freezing rain is my absolute least favorite weather. I, I'll take snow well, it's pretty any much day. mine, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. speaking of snow, is it? do you think it's safe for me to go to Buffalo to for Christmas with my sister again? Because I got stuck there for five extra days last year with six feet of snow. Yeah, well, I'm not going to tell you that. I mean, chances are excellent you will not get a storm like that. But you could get snow. <laughs> One thing with El Nino, usually with a milder winter, usually there won't be quite as much intense lake effect because the air won't be as cold coming over the lakes. But that said, I mean, I don't want to tell you that it's going to, you know, I, I mean, there could be snow in Buffalo, but I will strongly doubt you'll have anything like what you had last Christmas. I'll take a bet on that one. <laughs> well, hopefully you don't get stuck again in snow. Yeah. Uh, how about the uh, weather for this week? Any snow in our forecast? Well, like I said, Wednesday night, Thursday, there could be a little bit of a puffery, a little bit of snow, sleet, and freezing rain. Hopefully not a big deal. A little bit of rain tonight. It's breezy tomorrow, maybe a passing shower, 60, much cooler on Wednesday, 40s, and then the potential of wintry mix Wednesday night going into a cold rain on Thursday with ice in the 40s. Then the weekend looks good, high pressure built in. It's going to be chilly, 40s a day and, and 20s at night. And then some signals that next week we might have a pretty big warm-up 
maybe back to the 50s or even 60s. We'll see, but the signals are pretty strong for that to happen next week. And, but until then, temperatures add are a little bit below normal, except for tomorrow, which will be slightly above normal. Thanks again here for joining us. Hugh Johnson, our retired meteorologist. You got it. We look forward to talking with you next week. Indeed. Have a good one, folks. Thanks a lot, Hugh.